to Twisted Tea, a podcast dedicated to some twisted, twisted, twisted tea. This season, we're back in brewing with the most twisted tea you can ever expect. From the sicko sign to middle of nowhere Boston College, whether you're training, busing, riding, walking, crawling, or even flying, you hear things. And we're here to spill it all. I'm Geneve. I'm Bonnie. And we are so glad you're joining us here today. Now let's get sipping. Hello, hello. Good morning. Welcome back to, what is this, episode seven of Twisted Tea. I know it's been a hot while. A hot while? A hot sec? Oh, it's been so long. I was like, oh my gosh, we, we still have a podcast. I like forgot about it until I told you about how Josh texted me and was telling me how uh-huh. the, his friends liked listening to us. And I was like, oh my gosh, That's we have not so released an episode. Cute. I know, I know. I feel like our, our recording with um Jordan and Dags like really just took years off of our lives. Oh my gosh. So we were like, <laughs> def- no recording for, the, for a while. The editing definitely took like 45 years off my life. That's for sure. You know what's so funny is, like, we are so beyond amateur, like, equipment-wise and everything, <laughs> but we have a system. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear okay. me out. We have a system, and, like, a lot of people that we've recorded with in the past, whether they be a guest or we we are on their um, podcast, they have, like, all this equipment, and they tell us, like, you know, our way is better, like, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's always when we use our way that it works out the best. Yeah, I think it's, like... Don't fix what ain't broke. Is that what the what the phrase is? Um, I feel yeah, like we've yeah, we've exactly never it. had issues recording just me and you. It's always come out spot on. I mean, sometimes the audio quality isn't great. Sorry, guys, but I mean, like it does. Like I kind of um, compare it to you know athletes. If you aren't good mm-hmm. at playing basketball, if you have the best pair of basketball shoes in the entire world, that still doesn't make you like play basketball any better. You know. That's true. That's true. And also, like, everyone has their own method. I think what's so interesting is, like, all like any issues that we have with audio is usually from, like, oh, there's a fan in the background. Right. Or, you know, you know, something like that. But it's not, like, there's anything actually wrong with the recording portion of, like, your track and my track. So, you know, we're going to keep with our method. And moving into 2021, it's been working. So we ain't going to fix it. Anyways, we just went on a whole tangent to everyone about how our audio quality shit. No, no, no. Basically, basically, guys, not only do we really believe in our method, we also love explaining it to people. Like, it's such a process. Like, imagine we invite you to come onto our podcast. But, like, two days before you come on, we send you this big text that's like, listen, your headphones need to be connected to your phone, and then you need to, like, record on your computer, and they're like, wait, so my headphones to my computer? That's literally happened every time. Every single person has said this. There you go. That's our little behind the scenes. If you ever want to come on Twisted Tea, we have a process, and you're going to follow it. Anyways, okay, after this long tangent... Let's just run through some updates. What have you been up to? What's been new? What's been on your mind? Oh my gosh. Um, What has been new? I feel like I've just been so busy with school and work. It's like I feel like the four, the past four weeks that we haven't recorded have just kind of blended together. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. we went through Thanksgiving. What else happened? I don't even know what happened in the past couple of weeks, but I know that I've been um, just working a lot, doing school a lot, and I'm just so ready for the semester to be over. Um, mm-hmm. I am done in exactly 10 days, so I am counting down the days, so looking forward to just 
going home. I'm surprising my mom for Christmas, and I think I figured that whole situation out, so I'm really excited about that. And yeah, how about yourself? Um, well, I had a really scary week, actually. Um, so someone I know, um, but not considered a close contact, actually tested positive. And so I had this, like, huge, just, I, I wasn't doing anything, really. I was, like, basically self-quarantining. And I, I took a test every single day this week. Like, oh, did you? Every single day, yeah. And I just feel so lucky that I am still negative and I'm going to lay low because I actually go back home on Thursday. This Thursday? So, yeah, yeah. Oh, so wow. I have to like really be careful because I don't want to like pick anything up this week or like when I'm traveling. But when I get back home, I'm also going to take a test. But I'm just excited. I'm getting like lazy. I don't want to cook anymore. I'm excited to make my parents cook for me. <laughs> Um, totally hope that they don't hear this but yeah that's kind of what's what's been new I feel like this semester I don't know like maybe the semester wrapping up hasn't really felt like the usual like in part because of the pandemic but I also feel like the weather has been so weird this year so strange it was freaking snowing winter storm yesterday and then I opened my Mm -hmm. eyes this morning the sun is like right in my eye and I was like what is going on with Boston I mean I love that the sun's still out I mean minus yesterday but the sun's still out it's not I mean it's cold but it's not freezing freezing like previous years that I've been here um and I know Mm -hmm. the past two years that I've been here people are like oh this isn't a Boston winter at all you're missing out and I'm like I'm not missing out this is completely fine for me yeah, we like because yesterday. Yesterday was considered a nor'easter, and there's no snow on the ground. And I was looking at the forecast. Like, obviously, I won't be here for that much longer. But like, the weather is gonna go back up to the 50s next weekend. And I was like, what? Oh, is it? Like, it's normally yeah, or like it, it. just it's not like snowy weather, which in previous years I think like my first winter that I was here, the one that you weren't at. Yeah. Um, it was like snowing, like you know, and yeah. there's a good amount of time that there was snow still stuck on the ground that we had to like actively walk through and like people had to actively shovel and we just haven't had that for a really long time. I mean, other than um, Halloween or the Halloween weekend, the day before Halloween, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. we did have that weird winter storm and there was snow everywhere and it was a good amount oh, of no. snow for a first snowfall. But yesterday when I was leaving work, oh my gosh, I was getting pelted in the face by rain slash snow slash slush. It was so painful. I mean, there was definitely snow yesterday on the ground and stuff. I don't know if you went outside, but when I left work, Wait, that there was, was yeah, there was snow on the ground, and then there's still snow on um, cars, uh, like top of cars this morning. Oh really? Yeah. There's Wait, snow on what? the ground outside. I see. Bro, what? I literally see no snow. Oh really? I'll take. I'll... We we are living in two different parts of Boston. <laughs> I'll send you some pictures, but there's snow on the grass across from my street. <laughs> That's so cute. Aww. Well, I'm. I hope you guys enjoyed that update. That update that you probably didn't even want to hear and didn't care about. Um, we just kind of do these updates to update each other on each other's lives because we're just so freaking busy. Um. Anyway, so for today's episode, we wanted to talk about mantras and things like inspirational quotes and how um those things inspire us and maybe inspire you guys as well. I know some people do not believe in inspirational quotes whatsoever. They think that's some foo-foo shit, but both me and Geneve, we we are people who practice mindfulness and we enjoy having mantras and listening or looking up inspirational quotes to inspire ourselves in our own lives. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. 
Yeah. So I always, you know, there's this account that I follow and it has become one of my favorite accounts. Just Which one? Browse. Uh, we're not really strangers. It's the one after the card game. Oh my gosh. I, I should get the card game. It's just, it's just like, okay, I want to get the card game, but it's also like a COVID era. So I'm not really like seeing a lot of people. And mm. I feel like that game is good. I mean, it's obviously good for like your friends and stuff, but I feel like it's good for people that you like just meet or like a lot, a lot of like those different things too. And I feel like I, there's not really like a scenario for that, but basically some context for what this account is, is this person made this game and I, I'm pretty sure it's called We're Not Really Strangers, right? Yes, I think it is too. Yeah. And I think it's like sold in Urban Outfitters, but like if you just look up the Instagram account, it's basically this card game that encourages you to kind of get more into like a deeper layer of like emotion and there's a lot of quotes in there that that she so she has them like on the cards for the game and then sometimes she'll post things like that but then there's also I think she photoshops these because I don't think that these are actual murals that are like in New York City and other cities but there's (laughs) these kind of um, (laughs) they're like these signs I actually well fun fact my computer um background I like made a collage of a lot of them but they kind of focus on this thing like you know um letting people go in and out of your lives like as they wish um and you know don't choose things that aren't for you you only want the things that want you blah 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 blah. and like I just have really loved those particular quotes lately I agree I've I mean Sometimes I feel like I'll go down a rabbit hole when I'm in a very, like, sad girl mood. Um, But I would say these accounts, this one, uh, the We Are Not, is it called We Are Not Really Strangers? Yeah. This one, on top of a couple other, just, like, people who, like, R.H. Sin, um, he's, like, a quote writer or some sort of writer. There's also another guy named Adrian Michael Green, I believe that's his name. I really love his account um, because just... The things that you put out, it doesn't just focus on like romance or breakups or whatnot. It's things that you can actually apply to just real life being right now. It talks about, um, there's some quotes about you being enough. Or for example, there's a different quote I saw the other day about letting go of people around you that aren't for you. And that doesn't mean like letting go of your boyfriend or your ex. It could mean letting go of just friends that you've been friends with for a while, but you guys just don't aren't at that level anymore you know like Mm -hmm. it's becoming toxic or it's just not something that's serving your life so I think these quotes just I mean these quotes definitely speak to me there are some quotes that definitely don't speak to me but I pick and choose and then I also save the ones into a little folder um on my Instagram so when I'm feeling a certain type of way again I can go back into it and just look look at the quotes and make myself feel better in a way Mm mm-hmm I feel like a lot of times, too, like, some people are like, oh, like, that's my, like, life mantra. Like, I used to actually have this bracelet my freshman year. I actually don't remember what the mantra is anymore, but the the bracelet, they're called mantra bands, and they have, like, a little quote on them, and I used to be like, oh, like, you know, if I, I, I like, that's my quote, like, that's the thing I'm really going to live by. But I feel like as I've just kind of grown more, I, I find a lot of reassurance in little, like, quotes like this because I, I feel like it just – it solidifies that other people feel the same way that you feel, maybe not right now and maybe not, you know, to its fullest extent, but the fact that other people have related to you and it's just, it's like empathy, right? Like you can kind of feel that there's someone else that might be feeling the pain you're feeling, the happiness you're feeling, the confusion you're feeling, and kind of helps you just feel more at ease that you're not alone and you're not crazy for feeling Mm. the way that you feel. 
Yeah, I, no, I agree with how you put it. I actually never thought about mantras in that way, in the whole empathetic sense. Um, because, well, for people who don't know what a mantra is, and I'm sure, I mean, before I started practicing yoga, I had no clue what a mantra was. So <laughs> I did a little bit of research prior to this episode to make sure I know what a mantra is. Um, so mantras are apparently like sacred utterances in Hinduism. Um, and oh. <laughs> no, yeah, see, you you live and learn every single day. So they can be spoken aloud or one can, you can recite internally in your thoughts. So it's just a way for you to practice your mindfulness. And I love how they said a mantra creates the sense of an armor around your body. Ooh, yeah, I like that. I know. I read that and I was like, oh my gosh, the amount of times I've sat there and like just said a mantra to myself and you just kind of feel, you know what, in video games, when you, like not rejuvenate, when you like get a new character or like that little glowy bubble forms around you, that's what- The the protection one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's what, that's what went on through my head when I, when I read that the first time. I really- Wait, I kind of love that because like, okay, if you think about it, like a mantra, like these words and like, it's it's all like a mindset, right? So mm. like to put it into context for like, um, so I went through an, um, some interviews this, these past two weeks and it was really stressful and ultimately I didn't get the position and this is like very common. Like I, you know, like whenever I tell people this, I'm like, oh my God, like I'm so sorry. Especially in COVID like, yeah, times. Like, we need to remember yeah, that. Yeah, in COVID times, in COVID times, and it's not even just like, oh, there's limited positions, but it's like, if you think about it, there's like a ton of people that graduated and then they don't have jobs. And you, as someone who's about to graduate or like you want an intern degree, being a part-time student, whatever your situation is, you are also in the same playing field as people that have already graduated. Mm. So like most of the time, there's going to be things that you can't control. Like you cannot control the fact that you're not going to graduate. Like right. you just can't control that. So like that was ultimately what had happened. But when I was, you know, kind of going through like uh, just being really stressed about like waiting for a result and all those different things I started to realize that like a lot of these mantras a lot of these things about like you know uh what what is yours will be like you know something along the lines of that like there's obviously a million quotes that have that same idea but they all center around this mindset where it's like you've put all of your your energy your best effort forward and like the decision that's made ultimately like you can't control and sometimes it's not about you it's just like the scenario like entering with that mindset helps you so so much more because like comparing to the previous rejection that I had um like a month ago like prior to this I was so I was just not entering with the right mindset I was you know thinking like oh I'm just gonna read the rejection email from a previous uh like half a year ago to make myself like pad the injury more which was not helpful at all don't do that (laughs) and I was like really sad I I, like cried for like a whole night and like it well into the next morning but this time when I entered the, the situation I was like okay understanding that you know these different mantras have inspired me to have this mindset where it's like I can only control so much if I put my best foot forward like you know there's going to be factors that are outside of my influence and I felt so much better about it like I didn't even cry about it I wasn't really even like disturbed about it I was kind of just like all right on to the next and I don't know like I mean obviously am I still going to be sad about things in the future same topic other things probably but if you really work on curating your mindset which I think curating a mindset is like reading on mantras and kind of like making them your own seeing how you can perceive them really helps with just like handling things in life I really love 
all that you just said, especially, well, because I can relate to that. Um, as you said, mm-hmm. like a month ago, you went through a rejection or, and it's probably something that you really care about and you really wanted it. That's why you were so upset. And that's completely valid. Um, I mm-hmm. also went through a couple of rejections last month and I was super upset about them too. It's because it was, it were, they were internships or positions that I truly, truly, truly wanted, or at least I thought I wanted at the time. Um, And I was upset. And I was like, I I think I was so upset because I feel like I wasn't enough for that position. Like I wasn't good enough. I wasn't like pretty enough. I wasn't whatever enough. Um, I wasn't blank enough. Um, And ever since then, and then I had a talk with one of my closest friends, and he said something along the lines of, there are things that you can control. And if you've done the best and you've put in the best effort you can for the things you can control, you just kind of have to let fate decide what else happens to you. And just like, put your mindset that way and know that, okay, I've done everything possible in my control. Now I just kind of have to leave it up to the universe to decide what is right for me. Um, And because of those rejections, like it's led me to better opportunities now that I've interviewed for two. And these... And the past um, opportunity that I interviewed with this past week, I this opportunity I really, really, really want. Like, I really fucking want. I've never wanted an internship so bad because I finally realized where my passions were and it weren't, they weren't passions that I brainwashed myself into believing that I, I wanted. These passions are, or this passion, it's retail merchandising. Um, in the past, I've always been like, oh, maybe going to finance, um, accounting, like things like that, because my friends or people around me in my social circle were going into those and they were being successful at it. So I was like, oh, maybe I, I enjoy those things when I truly just don't. Um, so the rejections from last month really brought me here. And now I'm going, I left the interviews in a mindset of, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so upset if I don't get it, X, Y, and Z. But every single day while I meditate, I say, I am thankful for all I have and all I will accomplish. And I am enough and I am complete. So those two mantras have, have been um, a daily, uh, like a daily thing for me where I repeat to myself over and over when I meditate because A, it helps with my breathing. Um, I mean, it sounds a little crazy if you don't meditate. Um, But B, it just makes you, it just reaffirms yourself. It's like, okay, I know Mm -hmm. if I don't get it, it's okay. I am enough. I'm complete. And you say that over and over and over again. And it's kind of like, if you say something over and over and over again, you'll eventually believe it if you don't in the first place, that type situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most definitely. And when you bring up rejection too, there was actually somebody that presented for our so for Empath, we do like speaker series and one of them, um, like for our meetings and one of the people that presented was talking about um, this quote, rejection is redirection. Oh, and I yes. Feel like that's just really you right now. Like that just, you you have that like big, you know, revelation, like discovering what you were truly passionate about that didn't necessarily align with the things that you were going for afterward. And like just being redirected was was like so good for, for, you know, your career. And I I think, I don't know, like, I just kind of think about how like life and just growth, like, especially in college is all about these revelations, but also like continuously having them, which I think Mm. is so cool because it's not like, oh, you have this revelation and you discover like, you know, this, this big thing. And then you're like set and you don't have to like change your mindset or anything. I just love that we are like constantly growing, evolving. I would even say like outside of college, like when you graduate, like you're still constantly having this like revolution and, and reworking yourself and, and, and mindset changing. And I just, I, I don't know. I really love that because I think one thing too is like, mindset changing and growing and evolving is so much of what you can control but also just like 
chance and what ends up just happening to you because like I am such a control freak Mm. like it is so bad especially like I I mean I always knew I was a control freak but it was it wasn't until this week I was like calling my mom literally every day because I was like oh my god like if I have COVID like what am I gonna do and I would have to like change my flight and everything and I was like bro like you haven't even gotten the test back in that says you're positive like why are you thinking seven steps ahead and she was like this is she's like I'm stressed for you and she's like you're gonna like die by 50 if you continue like this and I was just like sitting there and I was staring out out the window you know alone because obviously no like just just whatever and I was like wow I really need to work on controlling things in life because like there are just so many things that you cannot control you know like I just I don't know that was that was a little side tangent but so no, I no, I completely relate to you because I feel like we're both pretty type A, like on well, tries to be on top of our shit type people. Um, oh. and I've been really working on trying to chill out and relax. Um, okay. someone posted a quote the other day on their story, and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel that one hundred percent. It's called product productivity guilt. This has nothing to do with being a control freak, I think. But in the same lines, I always I, I don't know why it brought me to that. I just feel like I always need to be productive even at 11 p.m at night I'm like okay should I um work or should I just sit and like watch a movie and then I'll always pick work because I'll feel guilty if I watch that movie but very recently I've been trying to just slow down especially when I talk to people because I realize that sometimes my stress like I don't think I'm stressed but my stress translates over when I'm having conversations with friends or close ones or whatnot and then it puts extra stress on them so and I've been Mm -hmm. and I was called out for it So I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I need to really tone down this whole situation. Anyway, that was a big tangent. I wanted to ask you, have you read the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck? I feel like I've heard of it, but I've never read it. Okay, I think you should read it. Um, I mean, I've only read chapter one, and then I got busy, so I needed to return the book. But I got it back. Um, One of the little excerpts that this the author wrote about, and tell me your thoughts on it. So... He's saying that in our world today, we are like obsessively focused on unrealistically positive expectations. So be happy, be healthy, be X, be Y. Um, and that is why people have mantras and have these inspirational quotes and affirmations, whatnot. Um, when you have these mantras and quotes and everything, it lasers in on what you perceive your personal shortcomings and failures to already be and then emphasizes them for you. You stand in front of the mirror and repeat affirmations saying that you're beautiful because you feel as though you're not beautiful enough. So when I read this, I was like, huh, that's an interesting perspective that I really never, never kind of looked at. That is interesting. Oh my gosh. I mean, it like when you, I guess it's like how you scope the mantra, right? It's like, are you saying this to yourself because you're like oh you know I need to reach this certain level where it's like I feel at ease with what I think is like the societal standard or it's like am I am I doing this for me and my soul right like Mm. am I am I telling myself this affirmation so that I feel more like rested and um just like accepting the situation or are you trying to like reach this like outwardly like image right Uh, like a shell to show the public I guess but it is really tricky too because I I definitely feel like there is and I feel like I feel like I've had this conversation before it feels like deja vu but like not exactly where it's like 
mantras and like telling your like like you paint this kind of false reality of yes like where you are mentally right when in reality you're like entirely not there because like I mean it's easy to do that because I think the lines are just so fine and easily blurred where it's like okay yeah like I can tell myself that you know I should let go of things that don't serve me and that's just something that I feel good about but then there's also like oh I I can show people that like I don't give a fuck about the people that don't care about me but at the end of the day when I'm sitting alone at night 2 a.m I still care about them like there's definitely yeah there's definitely a difference there and I can truly say that I have felt like there have been multiple times in my life in a variety of areas from like professional to romantic where I have had like previously told myself like I've I'm at ease. I'm rested with how the situation is when I wasn't. And now that I am and like the, the big difference there, like the only person you're lying to is Is yourself. yourself. Right. Don't do that to yourself. Like I just, Oh my God, I cannot even, and like, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Last year I there. Yeah. I was like, Oh yeah. Like, I'm over it, blah, 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 blah. When but you I really aren't, exactly. I really was not. But now, like, today, I can truthfully say, like, there have been multiple instances where I've spoken to a certain person, and I am so unbothered. It is unreal. I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's, it's fine. And I don't know. It's just, like everyone's timeline is a little bit different too. Like obviously if you're like, I am just not the type of person who can get over something immediately, which is fine. But that's actually most people. Like if you're That's me, 100%. Yeah, like if you have genuine emotions, you probably aren't going to get over something immediately, like snap of the thumb, like you tell yourself to do that. That's okay. Like accepting that your timeline is completely different than your best friends and your mothers and whoever you're like (laughs) getting advice from. It's fine. Like as long as you aren't lying to yourself and being honest with like, okay, I'm not all the way there yet. Like just really tailoring your own growth and healing process. Wow, that was like such a tangent. That no, that was so spot on because I was I looked at this like closing paragraph and it said all these mantras, affirmations, all these positivity like or whether it's fake or genuine whatnot. It causes you to become overly attached to the superficial and fake, to dedicate your life to chasing a mirage of happiness and satisfaction. The key to a good life, and I love how you said, I don't remember if you, or I don't know if you remember what you just said, but you said something about not giving a fuck. Well, this one says, the key to a good life is not giving a fuck about more, it's giving a fuck about less, giving a fuck about only what is true and immediate and important. And I think I highlighted that in my little Kindle book. Um, And no, I think that's so, so true. It's like, I'm going to chase what is making me happy. And whatever's not making me happy, I'm going to leave at the door. Yeah, I'm still going to think about it once in a while. Like, I'm not a psychopath. I have emotions, right? You can sometimes remember these things. But I think you also need to be true to your heart and who you are. And being like, okay, this is where I'm at right now and where I need to be. And these are the steps that I need to take to get there. Like, it's not going to be an overnight change. But if you take the little steps, if you do your meditation, do whatever you need to do to get to the place that you want to, I, I guarantee it, you will get there eventually. That's entirely it. I feel like these type of conversations, you don't necessarily know what you're saying all the time. Right. But, but it's making you know sense. The feeling and it's just like, yeah, it makes sense to you. It makes sense to the other person. It's just like this shared feeling and mutual agreement. Well, when I said earlier, uh, what did I say? Something about a mantra is the armor for your body, something like that. Mm-hmm. Let it be the armor, but do not let a mantra become a face. 
And what I mean yes. is, yes, like don't put on a face, don't put on a show for the real world or the, the world and don't put on a face for yourself because at the end of the day, you know that you're putting on a face. Let it protect you. Let it be something that you're just saying to yourself so that you can reassure yourself that you will get to where you need to be one day. Like even if you're not there yet, saying these things will help you. They'll, they're like little walking canes to like guide you to where you need to be. You You just have to like make it your own. You can't like, you can't expect something to fall into your lap and fix your life. Like, as much as we just talked about not being a control freak, it's not about, like, controlling things, but it's it's about, like, working and melding things, right? Like, not just slapping it on. Right. That's how it's so weird. <laughs> just <laughs> slapping it on. Do you have any, like, favorite mantras? I've picked up a couple from Soul Cycle and um, Core Power Yoga when I used to, like, actually get to go into, like, normal classes. Um... I think these mantras definitely helped me through some of the toughest times this past year, especially earlier on in the year. And one of the mantras that I've taken away and that has been with me all this year is, I've found a home in me. Love starts with me. I really like that one. That one, I think it's because yeah, some people, I think, and some of my guy friends are just like, do you really get inspired from hearing things like that? Like kind of mocking me in a sense. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, especially when you're going through shit, like having that, that it's kind of like a header on a document. It's like, it's always going to be there. You can always refer back to it. Um, the whole I've ha- I've, I have a home in me. That one's super important to me because this, this past year, more than any other year, I've kind of realized like, this is the body that I'm born into. I was given this body. This is my home. I have no second home. This is my own one and only home. I have to take care of it out like externally and internally. And like, if I don't do that, then I'm just gonna screw myself over in the end. Right? So it's I feel like this mantra will stay with me for a really long time and probably for the rest of my life because I just connect with it so strongly. I think my favorite my favorite uh, I don't like having favorites because I it changes all the time with like what I'm feeling strongest mm. about like life you know okay if that if that no that makes sense. sense yeah uh but I think this one can be applied to like just m- most anything like it doesn't have to be romantic although I think it does have a romantic base it's don't manage their behavior manage your expectations Ooh, yes when it comes to expectations, you said don't manage their behavior, manage your expectations. So does that yep. mean you're going into everything with low expectations so that they can blow your mind? Or are you still holding that high expectation? And if their behavior matches that expectation, whether it's romantic or work or whatnot, then then that's like good. But if their behavior does not match your expectation, then you just let go of that relationship or that situation. I think it's like don't walk in walk in with any expectations. I feel like I feel like a lot of times, mm. especially people like you and I who are like like, you know, this is gonna sound cocky, but I don't think it's like meant to be. It's like we have we are like, oh, like we, you know, we deserve people who care about us or we deserve people who treat us right because we treat others right, right? And so like the thing is it's like when you when you walk in you're like, Oh, like you you know, people who like people should treat me a certain way. Like, no, nobody owes you anything. Oh, no that's, one. That's first first order of business is like nobody owes you anything. So when you walk into a situation, don't be like, Oh, like, you know, having all of these expectations and 
it, it's it's almost like the expectations aren't you like lowering your standard but it's just like protecting like like you said like that kind of shield where it's like mm. you're just pre- preventing yourself from like getting hurt because like most of the time like okay let me just give you a scenario like for example if you really like somebody <laughs> and you go in with like all these high expectations and they let you down that's just gonna make you feel like shit even though they didn't do anything to hurt you you just had all these like insane expectations or not even insane just like they they just were expectations that were not like fit for the situation and then you just end up getting hurt and it's like homie stop hurting yourself except oh my gosh I love you so much and oh this is probably why we're friends I oh my gosh I could not relate to that even more with expectations comes disappointment and that's not saying Mm -hmm. do not go into work or school with high expectations for yourself have those high expectations for yourself but know that you cannot have any expectation for anyone around you not your mother not your father not your boyfriend not not anyone in this world right Mm -hmm. and I have a personal example Mm -hmm. that I want to bring up I was and you just completely like exposed me without knowing that you exposed me um, oh, really? <laughs> I am talking to someone, and, and you know who this person is, and during the first couple months of it, I had really high expectations of where this was going in my head, right? Not knowing uh-huh. that the other person was not exactly there. I mean, even though they have voiced they weren't there yet, I had the expectation, like, this will become X, Y, and Z. This will lead to this, right? And then we've, we had a talk, and we were like, a lot of relationships nowadays are so just fast-tracked and you meet someone for two months and there's a timeline, you have to become boyfriend-girlfriend, blah, 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 and then you have to get married in two years or engage, whatever. And that's why those relationships and a lot of relationships don't work out because they're so fast-tracked. If you don't have expectations for a relationship, whether it's a friendship or a romantic one, and just let it go the way it's supposed to go, let it flow, let like become boyfriend girlfriend when the time is right engage when the time is right marry the person when you think the time is right right like do not have those expectations even i mean as husband and wife i feel like you would have expectations for like for one another but that's when you've already committed to each other but when you're beginning a relationship or even like just going through the not the motions but going through the dating stage i feel like the more expectations you have, the easier it is for you to hurt yourself, not even have the other person hurt yourself, but then also pressure the other person into doing things that they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's entirely it. That's all I had to say. I just, I just, you said all that and I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that was my life then. And I was feeling so hurt on some nights because, oh, I didn't get a call back or I didn't get a text back. And then when I flipped my whole mindset around and that one was really an overnight thing. It it was me choosing to say, I have no expectations for this person. I have no expectations for this relationship. And yeah, I still deeply care about this person. But when I stopped, like, as the book said, stop giving so much so many fucks about it it made me feel so much like freer the other person more free and then we just became extra happy and like closer in that sense yeah you just have to like let go of like because whether you whether like I feel like it's us girls and like I don't know if guys feel the same way too like you can let me know if you do guys but (laughs) I feel like us girls like when we set these expectations like obviously there's like people who only talk to like one person at a time and then some people talk to like multiple people at a time and it's like when you 
when you don't set expectations, you're really just allowing yourself to like do you. Because as much mm-hmm. as you, as, and this is this is literally every girl out there. Like I'm exposing every girl, and I don't care because I know I've done this too. Go for it. Where it's it. like if you if you are like if you're setting if you have expectations for somebody and you are still like oh yeah I'm a girl boss like I'm gonna do me. We know you're taking that picture and posting it because you want him to think you look cute. We know <laughs> that you're wearing a cute outfit because you hope to see him later and you hope that he sees that outfit but ladies you need to do this all for you you need to grow for you Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day you're a boss ass bitch and you don't need a guy to change your mindset and convince you that like that's why you're doing all these things is for him right okay that's on period oh i don't know i'm yelling no i feel very passionate about (laughs) we're like the older you don't have younger siblings right no i don't my younger siblings would be would be a mess if i (laughs) Well, no, you're definitely, what you just said was, like, kind of, like, what an older sister would say to her younger sister, and I definitely need, and all girls need to hear this, like, whether you have an older sister or not. Um, As Janine said, do you be you, and eventually a man or a woman, whatever your sexual orientation is, someone will come into your life, and you won't want to do those things for that person. You want to do those things for yourself, and that person will be there to support you 100% of the way. Oh, Wow. Well, that was a fruit, fruitful. Uh, that's like one of my favorite words to use this year, fruitful. Um, fruitful? I feel like everyone looks at me funny. No, fruitful. Fruitful, okay. That was a great conversation about just, you know, mantras and take with it what you will. We hope that, you know, as you proceed forward with your day, with your night, with your life, that you focus on you growing, you curating, you doing things for you. Uh, because you absolutely deserve it. Right. And to kind of end the episode out, I just want to say I think it's super important. And if this is something you don't believe in, at least give it a try. Don't knock it till you try it. Just practice kind of being present. And it's called being practicing mindfulness. So you being like practicing being fully aware and present in the moment, I think that will deep like that will genuinely change your life. Um, the amount of times this year where I've just kind of walked out the train station going to work and kind of just stood there in awe of the city that I'm in and just being thankful for where I am and who I am and what I am it make it just makes you so much it makes you so much happier it makes life so much happier and I'm not saying life isn't gonna be shit sometimes it definitely is but it's definitely as Geneva and I have talked about this whole whole episode your mindset at life like how you're going about life it will genuinely change your life. I honestly think I might become a therapist or a motivational speaker after this episode. But anyway, um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We know we haven't talked to you guys in a really long time. So hopefully we have a couple more episodes before the year ends out. Um, As always, we love you guys so much. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.